Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mic check. Mic check, waifu, waifu. Montel, is that you? Hey, go. It's a birthday. Don't pawn it like it's welcome to the 52nd episode of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. A very special episode. This is our one year anniversary. We've been doing this thing for one freaking year. It don't feel like it. It definitely feels like it's been like two weeks. No. It seemed like we just started, man. It's, it's incredible. Thank you to everybody that's been that have been supporting us from day one. I do want to give a special shout out before we get into any other uh, pleasantries to Rob J for supporting us on Patreon, the new Patreon. Thank you so much, bro. That means a lot. And we also got a uh, somebody that just joined the fold. He, he had us up on Twitter and sent me a DM saying, uh, just started listening to you guys' podcast and it's dope, even though you guys spoiled Julia's death for me on Black Clover. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep up the good work on the podcast. Also, shout out to you guys for putting me on for uh, with, to Verve. That shit is way better than Crunchyroll. You can just download stuff and watch it on offline, which is incredible. Verve is definitely dope. And that came from, uh, I'm going to shout out his Twitter handle right now. That came from uh, Jay Shakor. So J-S-H-A-K-O-O-R-22. Jay Shakor 22. Thank you so much for listening to us, bro. He said he started from episode one and worked his way up. <laughs> can I say something about Verve real quick? Yeah, for sure. I've been using Verve since... Before I moved to Florida two years ago, mm-hmm. Verve is low key clutch. It's so like, clutch. Like, not to even mention the fact that they added Nickelodeon and all that. Yeah, stuff. Nicktoons. It's, it's clutch. Verve is wonderful. Make sure y'all pay for anime. That's how we get. Right. That's how we get more anime, basically. <laughs> anyway, um, this episode is brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu. And also is brought to you by our Patreon producers, Monique Williams, Connor, and D Prince. Thank you all so much for producing the episode. A couple of them have been producing it since day one. So shout out okay. to y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for that. And shout out to all of our Patreons and our patrons in general. Cause like without y'all, it, it'll be a lot harder to do this. And that means a lot. We do plan on doing something special. So Keep a lookout for that and make sure you guys, if you do follow the Patreon, take a look at the post on what you guys want us to review next, because uh, that's how we're going to start doing uh, our reviews in this new year for us. So shout out to Rob J for uh, giving us our first next show to review in the next couple of weeks. And that's Bongo Stray Dogs. Hey, I can't I, wait. So first of all, that's going to be great. I'm <laughs> so hyped for that. Straight up. That's Bongo is, is a great one. So that's going to that's going to be a good one. Um. But this episode, we got a lot of special stuff going on. Um, we've never given our top 10 anime during our entire time of doing this podcast for the full year. We gave our, our top five in episode one, which was dope. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to give our full top 10 list. And our top five has changed. Well, your top five has changed. So <laughs> My top five has changed. Mine's changed slightly, but... Uh, you know, it's not You've too. You've always hinted at your, at your one individual change. Yep. <laughs> um, 
But my top, my top five changed. Um, my top ten changed. Wow. And, and I never shared my top ten, right? But it did change. Um. So yeah. Here we go. Um, also, on the second half of the show, we're gonna do our top five waifus. That's gonna be. That's gonna that's be. That's the most important part. Uh, absolutely, it's called Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and we never gave our top five waifus. That's that's why that's why, that's why we had the one year anniversary, so y'all mm-hmm. could actually like. You you could savor this moment. This yes. is what it's here for. This yes. is why you're here. Preach it, brother. Preach it. <laughs> the what? The white food is gonna be a good one. Actually, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. You know how during the break we do our recommendations. I'm gonna say our top five white foods are gonna be our recommendations. Boom. Let's do that. Because <laughs> I got a, I got the list of uh, shows that obviously the the white foods come from. So we can. Those are gonna be the ones we recommend. So y'all can fall in love with them just like we have. <laughs> so before we get into that, bro, let's uh let's just talk some general anime real quick before we get into the top ten because I got some stuff I want to talk about. Well, I got one thing I want to talk about. Why is Food War so good? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> what <did you> say? <laughs> Why is Food Wars so good? One more time, because three's the charm. Like you know, Food Wars is so fucking good, dude. Let's go. That's what I'm. It's so right good. There. It so, ha- oh, the best shonen main character of all shonen. Straight up, <laughs> straight up. Soma is the best uh, shonen character in anime. The music, I love the fucking music. Every time some shit is about to happen, I, I'm only on season three. Like I barely got into season three, but I got to season three where uh, what's her name's father is taking over the school, so shit getting real. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't. It's like they fixed it. Everything came together in season three. They fixed all the troubles I had with it at the beginning. In season one and, and two, and they fixed it. It's wonderful, man. I, it's, I, it's so hard to it's so hard to comment on that because like I was actually enthralled with the show from the beginning. Mm-mm. So like I, well, I felt I, like Okay, so let me I guess I let me clear that up. It, I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't enthralled with it. It just had issues that I just and, I couldn't vibe with. And I agree with that because my first time watching it through, I was like so in the zone that I didn't care anything yeah. about any issues. Yeah. Second time watching, it, I was kind of like, okay, this, there's some there's some stupid stuff here. But by the time you get to like the end of season two, season three area area, it's like, yo, it's a whole <laughs> new this world. Show, the whole show just turned, and you just like, I love this turn. Like, I love everything. And it's still the same thing. In terms of like what the show is, but mm-hmm. the formula changes a bit. Yep. Yeah. And that's what makes it, it. It just it was already kind of like dynamic in some areas, but now it's like more story dynamic. It's so yes, dude. It's so special, and the story dynamics of it is, I think, the best part. Alongside like the main character not being who main characters are in your typical shonen and your Dragon Ball yeah. Z, your One Pieces, your your My Heroes. Well, My Hero not so much because he's. He's kind of like a Soma too, but I still like Soma better than Deku, to be honest. What, what, what Soma does better than Deku is that Soma, I think Soma takes the L's. Like, because Soma lost. Oh, yeah. A very specific loss, right? Mm-hmm. But he grew from that so much more. Every than loss I feel he like grows. Deku's ever taken any kind of L. Yeah. Facts, dude. Facts. Soma takes it in stride. He 
He learns from it. He grows from it. And not only does he grow from it, it also don't take away his confidence that he has. He still has that, uh, I guess, that suave about him. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, it's so fucking cool. When he whips the fucking bandana on and ties it around his head, that's some of the coolest shit ever, man. I, I think I think here's the issue that that we probably had with, with Soma from season one to two is that he didn't really have any real character development until the end of season two. And the reason he didn't have that character development is because he was always like, he had already trained with like one of the best chefs in the world, his dad. Right. And everything he did was just him pulling like shit out of his bag that he already had. He was yeah. already really good at it. So to us, it was like, yo, he's great like as a character, but we didn't get to see actual development in him in terms of like what his actual goal was. True that. Until he got that breakdown that like, I'm the shit, but I'm not really like where I am. Like I don't, I'm not where I want to be. And he changed his mindset to like, I gotta be this. I can't yes. just be this. Yes, yes. It was special, man. It's special. He's a special character, and it's gonna be rare that we get another. Like, just thinking about what we have now and what we have had, are we gonna get another Soma, bro? No, I don't think so. The the closest character to Soma that I personally think is uh. Rokuro from Twin Star Exorcist in the manga. In the manga, yeah, that's unfortunate. And, and I mean, that we technically, can't get the anime screen. he's very similar still, but he's not like Soma. He's not like Riku, like Rokuro in the manga. Rokuro in the manga, way more growth, way more. You know what? Uh, Shinra. Yeah. From Fire Force, I think he could be the one, man. The I I still think you could hear Soma has him beat at the moment but that i mean he's got that's four seasons on him exactly that's the start of season one from what shinra's went through to where he was at the end of it i think it's gonna be something big in season two yeah i mean i my personal opinion is that i think based off how how fire force carried itself that it's very hard to not continue to go up yeah i know i know I can't wait for that shit too. Fuck, man. It's going to be a special year. Also, uh, I didn't finish, like I said, on uh, the after story. Go to patreon.com slash waifu. Check out our bonus podcast, the after story, where we just talk about whatever. But I didn't finish Sunday Without God, um, unfortunately, because I had to watch Tower of God mm-hmm. and Gleepnir. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for those two. <sighs> Tower of God, bro. Yes, sir. What about Tower of God? You might that, have to say this one three times, too. That shit like way blew me back, bro. <laughs> I mean, so that show is fucking amazing. Bro. It's incredible. And it looks like, so good. Like, they be they really be fucking with your heart. Yes. Like, they'll, they, they fuck with your heart. Like, So why do people hate Rachel? Uh, never mind. Don't even tell me that. People really still hate Rachel. And it's for reasons, right? It's for reasons. Fuck. Okay. Cause I at first I got it like I'm like okay she she ditched ben, uh Bond I'm gonna call him Bam but she yeah, ditched Bond yeah and like left him to hanging now she ain't got no legs no more it there's just so much more I know and, fuck and it's gonna get so much better so hard to talk it's about. gonna get so much better bro like so. We're getting 13 episodes, which is really shitty. Uh, cause this, oh, this, no. This climax is about to be fucking 
fire. Cliffhanger as hell. That's fuck. <laughs> Uh, but it's about to be fucking fire. And then the second season, where it goes after that, is about to be even more. This show, I, I guarantee you, I think by season two, at the end of season two, it'll be worthy of like top 10 anime for sure. A hundred percent. It's definitely on the outside looking in already. Yeah. Season like, three, it, it, it will. I think after season two, it'll be in a lot of people's top five. But I think after season three, it's like almost like Attack on Titan top five kind of mm. guarantee. You know how like everybody's like Attack on Titan gotta be top five guaranteed. Yep. Like okay, not ours, but you know, like yeah. a lot of people almost every list I know has Attack on Titan on there somewhere. Yep. Uh but it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be Tower Guy gotta make your top top five, maybe top three. Yep. Yep. So we we there. Um Interesting. I one hundred percent agree. But I told you this on After Story. I finished uh, Hitori no Shida, mm. um, The Outcast, and that anime is actually garbage. Ah, it, shit. It is not. That clip, that clip on Twitter don't do it justice, huh? It, the clip, that clip on Twitter is the most fire thing about it. And that ain't, that's like a trailer for season three. It's not even season three. It's not even out yet. Um, it was supposed to come out on the 24th. And if it is out, it's only streaming in China right now. So it's not out anywhere else legal. Mm. Um, but uh, the first season was honestly some of the worst worst anime I've ever watched. Like, the the fighting was, was really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like legit kung fu. Like, it didn't feel like they were, like, short changes anywhere. Right. Our main character is honestly one of my least favorite main characters. And they're trying to play, play him up so much. Uh, in season two, there's this giant tournament where he gets this chance to become like technically like the leader of martial arts in in China or in the world, basically, right? Right. Um, and he's actually strong enough to do it. Um, what the one thing I do think that's really cool about him is that his father was this world-renowned martial artist, and he fought off ten of the world's strongest martial artists by himself. Mm. Uh, didn't kill them all, but just like fought them off and was unscathed. Like, you know, he has this Kitaigan style, which no one else knows, only him. Right. And the only person he passed it down to was his grandson. But he passed it down to his grandson in a secret manner to where his grandson doesn't even know if he knows it. It's just what he does. Mm. So it's like interesting in that aspect, in that regard. Like they have some places that can really draw you in, yeah. but they fail to execute on that. Like yeah. the execution on it is honestly garbage. Um, Damn. Like they're in a tournament. The first fight he has in a tournament, three dudes see him and they're like, "Oh, you're the legendary one that everybody keeps talking about. Talking about, we gonna jump you, basically, right?" Oh. And he, and this is it's 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 like cool, but it's not cool at all. It's like why why you do this? Like you could have gave us a chance, like let our let us see our character shine, right? He he talks to them and he basically says, "Why would I fight all three of you? You know, like." I'm legendary and you guys are just three people unknown. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and you t- you fight fight it out and tell me who's the strongest out of all of y'all. And mm. whoever's the strongest out of y'all gets the chance to fight me. They they like, you know what? You think I'm not strong enough? You think that I can't beat him? They, they start fighting each other. It was like, that was interesting. But it was also like stupid. Yeah, I was the, about the to say. one dude yeah. finally wins and he's like, look, it would be unfair for me to fight you in this state right now after you just finished fighting two others. Um, meditate with me really quick. So they start meditating. They cross their legs. They start meditating and shit. 
and our main character gets up, throws his jacket over him, starts stomping him out. No. Dead ass serious, bro. And I, I started laughing. Like, I took it as a comedy, but it was honestly like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever watched in my life. That sounds awful. Um, there were some good moments, but honestly, like, it, it was like, it was way better than Demon Lord Retry. <laughs> But still, like, worse than almost everything else. Like, so so the quick rating is, since we're never going to review it. Like a six. Yeah. 60%. Like six. D. And, and I'm still going to watch it because of the fact that season three looks like it's supposed to be fire. Like, I, I just can't. I can't end off on that. You committed. Like, I, I got to. Yeah. It's like how you watch 100 and 200, 300 episodes of fairy tale, and it was still trash. <laughs> 200, 300. <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, even if it was only 100, it still feel like 300. Poor um, fairy tale. But yeah, bro, this is the show. Hitori no Shida. I, I cannot recommend it. <laughs> it cannot recommend it. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't put, I can't recommend it enough. I literally went into this hoping I would love it. Love it. Like, I was trying to love it. I was try, I was going into this, like, hoping to put this in my top 10. Ugh. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. It, it wouldn't make it in my top 20. Top, 20. <laughs> top 40, 50. Nah, dog. Nah. It's yeah. So like I said, like I said, I was watching Sunday Without God. Don't watch that anime dubbed. It's awful. Terrible. Horrible. Um, The show is... I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to... Because Nebe suggested it. So, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it my all. But... Man, it's hard. It's been hard to watch. And again, I think it's because I think it's because the dub. But but um, like that's the only thing that's thrown off because what from what you told me, the concept of it is dope though. Like yeah. what, what's the concept again? Okay, so Sunday without God, it's about a world where like like Sine said in the last episode, a world where God has forsaken its people. Fifteen years ago, it said God said, "Hey, we I can't." He said something like. It's a whole speech, TLDR, long story short, that there's no room here in heaven anymore. Okay, so, you know, because there's no room, I can't bring you up, which means that if you die, you just come back to life. Now, the thing about coming back to life and what I think the thing is with coming back to life is people lose a piece of themselves. Like they become less of who they actually are when they die, but they still get to come back to life. Um, There are certain people in the world called gravekeepers and gravekeepers can essentially bury somebody that has quote unquote died and they will stay dead. Essentially they will get casted away to heaven. I assume I haven't gotten that far in the story yet because I'm on like four episodes in, but uh, assuming that that's the only time that people can go to heaven is when they're actually buried by a gravekeeper. And those are few and far between. So our main character goes through this whole little arc of her trying to find her father. Um, her father, she, he, she just happens to run into her father and something happens. Um, her father. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it because maybe some, <laughs> maybe somebody will want to watch this because it is only 13 episodes. You could throw it on and, and you can go, you can go for it. So I'm not going. I kind of wanted to watch it though. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like I, I, I saw it. I literally was on Verve and I saw it. And I'm yeah. like, I might, I might pick this up just because Polo watching it. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. I'm not going to spoil it then. But essentially, uh, she, our main character goes to a town where literally everybody's dead. 
Like everybody in the entire town is dead. If they find out that she's a gravekeeper, they're essentially going to try whatever they can to kill her because that entire town literally vanquished every gravekeeper that has ever tried to come and grave keep <laughs> that particular mm. town. So they, they're not having it. They want to survive. Um, so they're going to do whatever they can to do so. There's like a graveyard of gravekeepers because gravekeepers can sense when somebody has died and they're drawn to that. So because they're drawn to when like dead people, they try to go and bury them or, or put them to rest. Um, so that's interesting. Our our main character, though, she's a half gravekeeper, half human, which I don't know what makes her probably like being, an angel. She's probably like an angel. That's that's probably right. So it's interesting. Um, I'm going to finish it and I'm going to report back next week alongside season three of uh full wars and uh go from there maybe i'll pick back up one piece again soon too i mean hey, you, you got some time to breathe on one piece you, yeah. you watch so much of that we'll take we'll, we'll roll with that it's, um, it's a lot <laughs> so uh i'm gonna talk about it more later but i rewatched uh fate zero mm. from the beginning mm. um because it deserved it. And yep. I actually 100%. And I'm not going to dive into this too much right here. But I'm, I'm going to say, I honestly, and I know people really love Fate Zero. I low-key think great. Fate Zero was slept on. No, no way. <laughs> I, again, one of the ones I've watched is Fate Zero. I think I watched A Face Day Night or something like that. Uh-huh. And then The Babylonian didn't want it. I still didn't finish. Yeah. But Fate Zero is what... We'll talk about that. You yeah, want to just go ahead? Talk about I just wanted to talk about Fate Zero because it, when we get there, it's gonna be real. All right, let's let's uh let's get into this top ten, man. You want to do that right now? Let's do that right now. We're twenty minutes into the show. Uh, let's let's talk about our top tens, bro. Okay, let's do it. How do you want to do it? You want to start ten, go down? Yeah, let's do uh ten down, and then before we say our number one. Uh, wait. Do we have anyone give us theirs? Nope. Mm-mm. Let's. Uh, you don't have any runners up, do you? Because I don't have any runners up. No. All right. Let's just go ten down then. Okay. So I'm preface this by saying the way I did my list is the same way I did my top five list. I shut off my brain and I just thought about the animated I just love. Okay. Um, are we going? Are we alternating between each other? Yeah. Okay. Let's do uh, that. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. we we can just give our 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 are 10 through 6 and then we alternate from from well they are okay what well, yeah because my my top five changes is, is yeah changed. mine's is pretty much the same but okay all right 10 through 6 then so for me at number 10 and for reasons i think is obvious man world building is huge here from season one all the way to where it is right now, the world building is special. It means so much to me because I'm so enthralled with every character in this show. Some characters more than others, um, obviously, for, you know, can't everybody get screen time in the show? It's impossible to do. But number 10 for me is SAO. I had to put it there because it's, it's a, it kept coming in my mind no matter how many times I thought about just anime. SAO was always popped up. Like, yeah, I like it. I love it. I love the characters. I I like Kirito as a character. He's not the best main character, but he's like third or fourth for me. Um, I like his, well, I don't, I don't, maybe not his growth because he don't really grow that much, but I like his, 
I like his his level headedness. I just love that part. I uh, I am very surprised that Sao was only ten on your list. Yeah, I I, yeah. I honestly I expected it to be like seven. To be honest, expect, ten, yeah, <laughs> ten through uh ten through six are pretty fire, and it's and they, again they're pretty interchangeable, in a lot of places. Um. Like I can, I'm I'm about to make a switch right now, so I just did it. I just made a switch right now, and I know mental what I moved. Switch. A mental it, switch. It. I'm moving one up, um. So something just went from eight to seven, but um, I'm gonna go to nine now. Nine for me is man. I just I I was going back and I was rewatching scenes of this show, and I'm like, fuck yeah, no, I like a, another one where I just love his characters and love his world, and nothing can enthrall you like this show has enthralled me, and that's Attack on Titan. Number nine. Mm. This was mm. on. A, this was on the outside looking into my top five for a very long time, um, but it, it did make the list at number nine. I do think that it is more impactful than Sao, even though I'm more attached to, to Sao. If that makes any sense, I'm more attached uh-huh. to Sao, but Alt is more impactful for me because it's beautiful. It's it's fucking just surreal and the the, the it's. Yeah. Gut punching, man. I love it. It's love it fire. to death. It's straight fire. Number seven. Okay. Okay. Number seven will be May in Abyss. May in Abyss to me is so fucking special. After we were watching it and doing that review, I realized like this show literally, I can re. This is a, one of the shows that I can pull on my tail and I can actually rewatch because it, every time I watch it, I find something new in it. And like this is my second and a half time of rewatching it because the, the the second time I was going back to it, I stopped halfway through because I'm like, man, this shit is too stressful. I can't. I don't feel like doing this right now, <laughs> and I just never picked it back up again until our review. So, but I I can see myself going back again and rewatching this next year just to see if I can see anything different and hopefully have a second season. Which somebody oh. on the YouTube comments, shout out to. Yeah, I know, right? Shout out to uh, somebody that commented on our YouTube video and said, I'm glad you guys like Mia so much, but uh, there's highly unlikely that season two is coming anytime soon because they haven't even finished writing it. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, yeah, so yeah, that kind of hurt. It is what it is. We, we kind of got to roll with it, though. Like That's the that's what sucks about being such a fan of a series is yes. that it it's not guaranteed to come back. And oh, my God. We got honestly, such a cliffhanger. I know, bro. <laughs> Honestly, Mate in Abyss is probably one of my most anticipated yes. anime in general. Like, I just, I'm up. ready for a season two. Straight up, bro. You <laughs> said facts, man. Said facts. And number seven, since Mate in Abyss is number eight, <laughs> it's going to shock the world, but it's Haikyuu. Haikyuu made my top ten. <laughs> Another one I could not fucking deny, no matter how many times I try to say, well, maybe that should Holy be there. Shit. No, maybe that should be there. No, maybe this should be there. No, there's no fucking way Haikyuu was not going to be here. Haikyuu is number seven. I love this show. It's uh one of the only shows that had me do almost everything except for cry. It didn't make me cry, but it had me almost do every emotion in just one episode. Like, stand up and cheer, get pissed off, get, you know, just... All of, all of the above. It's like, hell yeah. Taught me so much. much. <laughs> yeah. Taught me so much about volleyball that I never even knew. Like, I, why why would I even want to learn this? But I'm interested in, in it now. I love the fucking show. I cannot wait until part two comes so I can just binge it all. 
because I am not watching that season where they cut it off halfway. Fuck no, that. Absolutely not. I'll wait. Not. <laughs> I'll for sure wait. So Haikyuu at number seven. I love it. I mean, for obvious reasons. And then at number six, this was when I was deciding, I'm like, man, do I want this to hit my top five? But I, I couldn't justify it just yet. I'm going to go for a rewatch soon. But it's phase zero. Phase zero at number six. Beautiful, man. The characters from everybody that our main character has to go against are they're so impactful to the fucking fate series it's yeah it's, i got i got details on that um, yeah it's you because you watched it recently i yeah, i've been watching it in like okay. two years let's, let's talk about it right now though okay let's do it so uh and i know this is your, your top six like so we know phase zero is not gonna be in my my 10 to 6 so we already know that yeah um uh, Fate Zero, what they did extremely well is that if you've watched the rest of the Fate series, they literally mention things that are only in the rest of the Fate series. Um, like Kiritsugu Emiya. We don't even realize that uh, Kiritsugu Emiya, what, basically what happens in this version of Fate trans, or makes what everything else happens in the future happen mm. except for Fate Grand Order. Mm-hmm. So Fate Stay Night can only happen because of what happens at the end of Fate Zero. Yep. And yep. there's only supposed to be a Holy Grail War every 60 years, but because of what happened in Fate Zero, Fate Stay <sighs> Night happened. And the characters we see happen there, like Ren and um, Emiya, they are, what, maybe only a f- six-year difference instead of a 60-year difference? Mm-hmm. Like, they are doing a whole nother Grail War, because of the fact that they failed. We get um, Waver Velvet, who is in Lord Elmaloy, who takes over as um, actually Lord Elmaloy. There's just so much in the series that they allude to. Like the fact that uh, Gilgamesh, no matter how strong he was in this series, this is actually his weakest form. Yep. Because Gilgamesh is supposed to be a caster. He's supposed to have an unlimited amount of magic. He's supposed to have a grimoire in his hand. Like and he caster. was bodying people still. Bodying people, though. Like, literally, who was going to handle Gilgamesh? Man. Gilgamesh could end anybody if he truly wanted to. And he, they did. He killed my big dude, and I was sick, man. I was sick. And Iskander is literally people, as, as you've heard on this podcast several times, he is one of my favorite anime characters of all time. He's tied with Ikikuragane. Um, Iskander is literally Alexander the Great. And I was literally talking to my wife today. It was like, yo, I fucking love Iskander. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, I binged that series in, in 24 hours, bro. Jeez, <laughs> that was a polo it. binge right there. I had to watch it. Yeah, um, I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to do a rewatch refresher on that because I just love it. Yeah. Um, should I go into my 10 to 6 now? Yes, let's do it. I, I did want to say... I. Should I bring in my top five manga list? Because I do sure. have my top five manga list. Yeah. I know you don't have a top five manga, but I have my top five manga. For sure. Um, so number 10 for me is Kuriko no Basket. Um, it is a basketball anime. And I think it has some of the best actual characters <laughs> and like friendships in all of anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. I wish Polo would watch it. I think he would put this next to Haikyuu. No, I would not. Um, okay. Hajime no Ippo is my number nine. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I love Hajime no Ippo. Number nine? Uh, yeah, you thought it was going to be higher? Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I got blown uh, back. <laughs> yeah, 
I fucking love Hajime no Ippo though. Like I literally watch this once a year, but I just feel like I can't put it higher than number nine because there's other things that made a bigger impact on me. But Hajime no okay. Ippo to me feels like I can rewatch it, but there's some that are higher than that that I won't rewatch, but they just feel more special to the heart in terms of like the first time watching it. I see. Uh, but Hajime no Ippo, I love Ippo. Best character development, period. Um, <laughs> number eight is Death Parade. Oh, I, I still what? can't get over Death Parade. I fucking love Death what Parade. What happened bro. to your top five? I'm, I'm baffled. <laughs> Dude, this whole list is different. <laughs> I fucking love Death Parade, bro. Death so Parade is, is, is goaded. Um, emotionally, I love it. Uh, psychologically, I love it. Musically, um, incredible. Musically, I love it. Story-wise, I love it. Sub and dub, I love it. Fantastic, yeah. Artistically, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not drop the ball anywhere. Nope. Maybe the um, ending, but... It's the ending, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of that just has to do with the fact that we don't have a season two. Exactly. Just like Main uh, Abyss. Yeah. Um, Number seven is Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood. Wow. I I love Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist changed me as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it really... I almost, I almost did not put Full Metal Alchemist on this list at all. Because I felt like it was just too good to be rated. But I feel like in my mind, it I have to put it somewhere. I'm put I'm putting it yeah. at seven because like it it made a very special impact on my life, but mm-hmm. it's not like like it changed how I think about things in terms of anime and life, but it also is like it's just so pivotal. I couldn't put it in my. I could not put it in my top ten. Equivalent uh, exchange, man. That shit. Yeah, that's really Oof. my entire aspect on everything. Yeah. Uh, and number six is erased because how could I not put erased on my beautiful top ten? Holy shit! Well done, dude. Um, and you know what's funny is a lot of this isn't like action, fighting anime. Erased Death Parade, Kurokono Basket. Mm-hmm. None of those have fighting in them. I mean, there is some fighting in Kuroko, but not like real fighting. They like right. just stop acting stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yes. Um, now, so I'm shocked. I'm kind of speechless because your list completely changed. It didn't change that much. That was like three of those that was in your top five, bro. Kiriko well, No I, Basket was in there. Hajime No Ippo was in your top five. And Death Parade was also in your top five. Yeah. Holy shit. Interesting. Interesting. Before we go into our top five, we're going to go to, I'm going to go to my check, waifu, waifu.com, just like you should. Okay. You can contact us there. You can write us there. I'm probably start writing on a blog again, just like random anime thoughts and tweeting it out just because I think that'll be something we should do to get our uh, website, not just posting the podcast, but I digress. Um, yeah. I'm go to our top five, each of us, um, what our original top five was, starting with Mattel. So it's number five. Okay, so Hajime Nipo, Ipo wasn't in your top five. I apologize. But starting number five, he had Death Parade. Number four was ReZero. Number three was Kuriko's No Basketball. Uh, number two was Shivery of a Failed Night. And number one was Face Day, Face Day Zero, or Face Series in general, but probably Fate Zero. Polo's top five was number five, <laughs> My Hero Academia. Uh, number four, Grimgar. Number three, Steinsgate. 
number two, ReZero, and number one, Clanad. So, with that, from episode one now to episode 52, let's go into our top five, bro. You want to go first? All right, you want me to go straight into it? No, nah, I can go on mine if you want. All right, because I, I mean, I also have manga. That's right. So I can hit the manga, you hit the hit your anime. And you can just throw out your manga right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, my top five manga uh, right now, My Hero Academia is number five. Um, I love the manga. Uh, I think 100% worth every read. If you don't read it, I'm completely baffled as to why not. <laughs> Attack on Titan is number four. Attack on Titan deserves all the hype for its manga. It's actually why Attack on Titan is not in my top 10 anime because I stopped watching anime because the manga was too fucking good. Yeah. Um, Seraph of the End, top my number three, uh, because I love spiritual stuff, as you know, mm-hmm. which is basically my next two. Uh, <laughs> Seraph of the End is, you know, a vampire uh, anime. Uh, World of Vampires, a post-apocalyptic, love it. Uh, Promise Neverland, holy shit, bro. Uh, where they are right now, this climax is ending. Uh, it, I did not expect it. I love everything about it. I can't imagine... I just I'm so happy with it mm. at the moment, and if they end it, there's almost no way I, I could imagine it can end this poorly right now. And then Twin Star Exodus is obviously number one yep. manga. In everybody my knows. Everybody you knows. Could, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> needs to know. Read Twin Star Exodus. Make them reproduce the anime. <laughs> Hashtag read Twin Star. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So I'll just go into my top five, and then we can go right back into yours. Um, you want to go back and forth? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll start with my number five. My number five is Astro Lost in Space. Easy. Uh, only thing that, honestly, only thing that really changed is that. But I'm going to just say it now. Astro Lost in Space is top five. It There's no way it can be anything lower. It could possibly be higher. Maybe if I do a rewatch. Because, um, again, I think we've rewatched everything on my top five. And except for Coraco. But. Um, it's not in your top five anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely there for a reason. So, my um, number five is a uh, Noragami slash Noragami Arigato. Yes, uh, spiritual anime. Uh, I love great Yato. characters. Yes, I love the characters, uh, and I, I just as we as I just discussed i love the spiritual aspect i love that these characters have actual lore behind them before you get to the series yes and they expound on that lore in the anime as well as develop those characters around that lore mm-hmm. um the only issue i have with noragami is that there's not more i not just more, i want man. i want 500 episodes <laughs> easy i'll take that one piece treatment for that <laughs> right bro for sure my number four is grimgar Grimgar is staying number four. Obvious reasons. We just reviewed it. Check out the review uh, episode. I believe it's, I don't know what the episode number is, but I do know it's uh, titled Of Fantasy and Ash. So make mm-hmm. sure you guys check that out. Grimgar um, deserves number four. Yeah, I love Grimgar so much, man. It's such a special show. And the way it did his characters is wonderful. The way it did the whole, the whole Isekai thing, when Isekai was extremely popular and everybody was doing it, it came with something different and fresh and 
Yes, devastating. Devastating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check it out for sure. Um, my number four is Ash Lost in Space. Uh, because how the fuck not? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, as we just talked about with Grimgar, the characters are, how could you not do these characters justice? They did them perfectly. <sighs> Beginning uh, and end, man. You, you love the characters you're supposed to love and you hate the characters you're supposed to hate, which you technically hate none of them except for the parents. Uh, yeah. Good shit. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Just, Fantastic. Just read Ash in Space. Watch, I mean, watch Ash in Space. Read it if you want to, but watch it. It's yeah. perfect as a watch. For fucking perfect. Subbed or dubbed, both voices are perfectly fine. It's it's fantastic. Um, number three, still there, still going strong. Steins Gate. Steins Gate is special, man. It's so special. If I was just like Tell, and I've watched ReZero first, I will understand why Steins Gate wouldn't be in my top five. I even still think it'll be in my top five even after watching ReZero. But Science Gate is special, man. Again, yeah. it's it's for us, for my check waifu waifu, characters are so important to us. <laughs> Clearly. I mean if y'all I mean from listening to us for 52 episodes, if y'all haven't known, characters are so very important to us that the world could be shit, but the characters can carry the entire thing. We have an episode on that too, featuring black anime. So go check that out. Yeah, and and <sighs> in Steins Gate, it feels like the characters are actually part of the world. Like they yes. are the world. Yes. The development is when the characters develop, the characters change. That changes the world. Yes. Literally. Literally, <laughs> dude. Big time too, man. It's man, the way it handles PTSD. Oh, it's wonderful. The disrespect. <laughs> Um, my number three is ReZero um, because holy fucking shit. And I know Polo about to say ReZero is number two, but <laughs> <laughs> just so we can get out the way, uh, ReZero is clearly, clearly fucking amazing. Yes. Like, uh, uh, I can't say enough. Yes. Rim. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, Go ahead. the art style, yes, my number two is ReZero. The art style, special. The uh, the the dread you feel for a main character, Subaru, is appalling, man. If you haven't seen ReZero, please stop what you're doing. The director's cut is now fully live on Verve, so you can watch the full director's cut version, or you can watch the original version, sub or dub. The dub is eh, super okay. It's like not great, but it's not bad either, so it's not like you can't tolerate it, but it's still good enough. Like, I love Rem's voice in the dub. Like, it fucking melts my heart every single time that scene comes up, and you know what scene I'm talking about. We all it, know what scene you're talking about. At uh, least the, those of who watched it. Yes, the, the first time I seen it in the dub blew me back. I, it was a thug tear. It wasn't like crying like my number one, but it was a thug tear. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, Rezio's great. Uh, my number two was my number one a week ago. <laughs> and then I started watching Faith Zero yesterday. <laughs> uh, my number uh, two is Shiver of a Fell Night, which was my number two last year, too. Yep. Um, but I... I absolutely couldn't. I could not. Like, I love this series. Um, Polo knows why I love this series. Absolutely. Uh, it's not 
as like it's not like a spiritual anime like the others I watched, but I just love this one and it I feel like it resonates with me personally. Uh Shiva Fell Knight, the main character to me is probably one of my favorite shonen main characters in general. No someone, but no. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even think this is technically considered a shonen, but he's one of like my favorite shonen esque main characters mm-hmm. um in general. And I love his drive. I love that you can't hold him down. Yeah. He gonna grind and get his regardless. Got one of the best episodes of an anime. That episode 11 still resonates. And some of the best romance, too. Come on, man. And literally, episode 11 was like no fighting. It was a straight story. And it was special. It was special. My number one, again, it's the reason why I watch anime the way I do. It probably would never change ever. But it's Clannad. Clannad is so special to me. Again, it started off with me being just a shonen boy, just a Dragon Ball Z, uh, you know, typical action anime watcher until I came across on a shout on a site that shall not be named the show with these bug eyed characters. And I was going through the dub list because that's what I used to do. Just go through the dub list. And I saw a clinat and it said hot next to it on the site that shall not be named. I'm like, huh, what the fuck? All right, I'll click it. I clicked it. Started watching it. Episode one, episode two. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like this character. His voice acting is dope too. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. And then death, just from there. When I tell you. Emotional death. When I tell you, (laughs) listeners, listen, listen to me. I fucking cry tears. I don't cry tears, bro. I do not cry tears. I cried the everlasting hell out of some tears when I first watched this. It destroy me and i'm like wait what the fuck is going on this is what anime is this anime this like i didn't even think this was possible i didn't even think i can have these emotions watching a, a quote-unquote cartoon at the time you. i at the time i didn't give it the credit it deserves and and it earned my respect and the story is um, still good can i can i say something about Clinette? yeah for sure that that show earned my respect too yeah like it it's 100 worthy like it, I think it's better than, like, seven anime on my, <laughs> like, all right, we're going to say six anime on my top ten list. Yeah. Uh, it just won't make my top ten. Understandable. Because it's not, like, it don't resonate with me like that. But that show is really good. Like, I am not a slice of life guy, but that show, it, it has those emotions that draw you in and kind of, yeah. like, you'll have a good day. Mm-hmm. And then it also will rip that good day from you. Yeah. Uh, which, if you need, sometimes if you need to get those tears out. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're having a moment and you need to get them out, I Man. think that's one of those shows that will get you together. Especially at the uh, end of After Story, bro. I c- yeah. It just, I couldn't. It's too much for me, man. I'm a, I'm a father. <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> it's a great show. Check it out if you haven't. It's definitely evil, but it's worth it. I think, man, it's. You grow attached to the characters, like we <laughs> we, we keep harking on, but it's important, man. Fuko's the best. Fuko, <laughs> Fuko's the best. Still, we'll oh get into God, that. I feel so bad for her. I know, oh dude. God, I know how bro. miserable, dude. Ugh. Anyway, what a life. All right, <laughs> well, my number one is Fate as Zero. We were talking about Fate, motherfucking <laughs> Zero. A hundred percent understandable, <laughs> dude. Right. So, like. Like I said before, Fate Zero sets the precedent for all of the Fate series. 
not only is it one of the best animated series that started in 2012, like this show hit hard for the animation. Uh, when you link together all the other Fate series, um, this series makes so much sense. And I'm almost like, like I, I remember telling people, people were like, I don't understand the Fate series. And it just, it, it's so confusing and this, this and that. And I, I get it, it is confusing. But honestly, like when I first started watching Fate, the Fate series, I didn't watch it in chronological order. I didn't watch it in order of release. Uh, I just started watching this shit. Like whenever something, yeah. whenever I saw Fate, I watch it. Fate slice of life. All right, I'm gonna watch it. Fate fighting shit. All right, I'm gonna watch it. Fate Grand Order. I'm gonna watch it. Lord <laughs> Elmaloy. But look, the the beauty of it is that when you've watched the series, right, mm-hmm. and the different corresponding parts, and they all come together everything really makes sense you realize that like i said they're divergent upon the holy grail everyone's fighting for this holy grail to get their ultimate wish you know to be granted not realizing that the holy grail will never grant you anything positive and that's why this divergence continues to happen where all these negative things start to happen that's why fake grand order is so important and the gods are actually fighting against the holy grail now because the holy grail is literally causing literally causing all of the different realities and all the different worlds to collapse in on each other yes. and cause apocalypse across, so across every timeline. Um, it's special. It, it is an amazing series. Um, Fate itself is. Fate Zero is just my specific favorite of them. Um, I think Fate Grand Order actually is another really good contender for like the Fate series, mm-hmm. Fate Apocrypha. There's just so much great in it. <laughs> Man, it's a lot of great. It's a lot of great. I got to rewatch it, and we should probably review that, too. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally, I just rewatched it in 24 hours. Yep. I can try to watch it this week. <laughs> All right. Um, That's special. What a great, what a great list. Let's, let's run through it real quick. Our top 10. Mine start off at number 10, SAO. Number 9, Attack on Titan. Number 8, Made in Abyss. Number 7, Haikyuu. Number six, Fate Zero. Number five, Astro Lost in Space. Number four, Grimgar. Number three, Steins Gate. Number two, ReZero. And number one, Clannad. And my number 10, oh, starting off at number 10, is Kurokono Basketball. Number nine, Hajime no Evo. Number eight, Death Parade. Number seven, Full Metal Alchemist. Number six, Erased. Number seven, Noragami. Number four, Astro Lost in Space. Number three, ReZero. Number two, Chivalry of a Failed Knight. And number one, Fate Zero. Wow. Two. We now have two of the same anime in our top tens. ReZero and Fate. It was meant to be. Oh, wait. No, three. Uh, no, ReZero and Ash Lost in Space. Yeah. And Fate. Yeah. So three. My fault. That's special. It's great. All right. Let's take. We're going to take a quick break. 50 minutes into the episode. Ooh. <laughs> and come back with our waifus that shouldn't that shouldn't go that long but i do i do want to talk about that still and it's okay it's our year anniversary so hang with us we chill also like polo said our waifus are our recommendation this week yes be prepared be prepared be prepared because there's gonna be five shows that you might have to watch or maybe four or three or if we have multiple waifus in the same show who knows we'll see let's go into that right after this
cuff. <laughs> you about to start a fight? Because <laughs> you gonna be knocking motherfuckers out left and right, bro. <laughs> you gotta support. No, that's your player too. <laughs> a support kangaroo. I can't believe that's even a fucking thing. Bro, it's not a joke. But he had two of them, which is the funny part because it was the, it was the big one that was like. He went all right. The big one wasn't necessarily my height. He's a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. but there was a small one that looked like like it could be a support animal, like the like the size of a dog. He yeah. was like like maybe three feet tall, and the other one was like taller than Monique. And I'm just like, come on, bro, <laughs> like that's too much. You walking your support kangaroo around Best Buy, like he just out here hand and feet and tails to everybody. That don't make no sense. And we couldn't kick him out because it's a support animal. Now, obviously, yeah. So it's against the law. <laughs> you ready to get this thing cracking? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I was. In my feeling, in my bag, you know. <laughs> That's all right. all right. Welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Oh, man, that was great. Anyway, we here to give you something we probably should have gave you during episode one, too, when we decided to name this thing. Uh, our top five waifus, which is also going to be considered our recommendations. Now, these are very special to me because I'm attached to these girls. I love them. They mean the world to me. Okay just because of who they are like they're mm-hmm. they're at it like and the way i look at waifus is their attitude the way they carry themselves in a show if they have any character development that's okay that's even better too but you know not a lot of them do because they're like mainly support characters but how they just make you feel when you see them you know she's adorable or you know she's great so let's get into it this is, we're gonna do back and forth for this one too i'm cool with that uh, I jumped off the t- top five anime, so you go ahead and jump off the top five right. waifus. Um, my number one or number five, sorry, is from is actually from Fate Zero. Uh, she transcends the Fate series. Um, her name is Irie. She is the uh, humunculus, the one who was created uh, oh. to basically become a a master. I, yeah. I got pictures because you yeah, know, I had to, yep. had to be real. Uh, yep. She actually becomes one of the she's best special. casters and she's a great healer for the series. Mm. But she is uh, number five because of how she helps her husband. And even though she knows he's cheating on her, she she doesn't care at that moment because all she's doing is trying to fulfill the ideal that he has to save the world. Mm. Cheaters don't prosper, but saving the world do. do. Oh, <laughs> two different branches. Saving the world does too, but good women do. Too. Good women do. True. My number five comes from my number one. Ooh. That's Tamoyo. Uh, for those of you watching the YouTube version, make sure you guys check uh, the YouTube out, subscribe and everything like that. You can see it in the video version. She's right behind me. Tamoyo from Clannad. She's wonderful. She kicks uh, our most annoying support characters ass all the time. But... I loved her episode where she was the main thing. Like when she, oh my god, when she became the main waifu, she was our main character. Will wake up, go downstairs. She would be cooking breakfast. She was so sweet and just so yeah, friendly. I that to be the end. Yes, I know. <laughs> She's, she was just so nice and so friendly. Oh, just wonderful, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful girl. Check when her he out. He lost his job and yep. And, or, and, Oh my gosh, she was perfect. Yep, she took care of him. She was wonderful. So check out Tomoyo on Inclinat. She's great. She deserves to be number one. <laughs> nah, my number one is special. Um, my number four actually 
was almost my number one, but I had to like I couldn't put her at number one because she's new to the list. Mm. Um, and I also had to like reevaluate myself. But my number four is Mayuri from Steins Gate. That's not Mayuri. Not not Mayuri. <laughs> uh, fucking. Uh, uh, Kirisu. Kirisu, yes, Kirisu. Sorry, I fucking love Kirisu. She's um, the best, dude. She's incredible, bro. Oh. She made me feel things. <laughs> She's awesome. Like, she was perfect in that series. She was so smart um, and strong, dude. And vulnerable when she needed to be. Yes. So, oh my yes, god, Kirisu. She's Kirisu wow. Is clearly goaded in Steins Gate. Damn, I'm shocked that she's not in my top five. That's wild. I'm not shocked she's not in your top five because you're not real. <laughs> Kirisu is a great one. All right. Well, mine's is going to be a little bit different. Uh, you might have to look this one up. Maki Say Kirisu. Maki Say Kirisu. Yep. I was thinking my Yuri. Her, I just, they go by her first name in the show, so I just call her Kirisu. Um, yeah. uh, Akino uh, Hajime. Hajime? Akino Hajime from high school D and D. She's the mm-hmm. one with the uh, the. She's a brunette or the the black hair, I guess. The black hair pon- with the ponytail. She is wonderful. I just love. I love her even killedness. She's not when she gets shy. It's adorable, you know. She loves our main character just as much as everybody else do in that uh, harem. But she's also like super like sweet about it super level-headed about it i guess she's i don't know she's the one she's the one i would want in that in that world if it was me okay you know all right i haven't seen high school dd what yeah you need to change don't, your life don't, bro don't wet me you need to change y'all, your y'all life y'all might not notice but we walked to school one day or walked, was leaving school one day can't remember what happened, but Polo Yo, what so loud? And it almost became like a, you know, like a DJ album intro. What? DJ, what, kid? That would have been All right. Yeah, that was um, wild. That's so funny. My number three is Benio um, from Twin Star Exorcist. I love mm. her. She had her evil moment, and then she grew oh, up she's dope. and became, became wifey. Oh, um, yeah, she's dope. I, I love Benio. She literally has some of my favorite uh, actual character growth in terms of like her and Rokuro have some of my favorite character growth in general. They literally just grow the entire series literally from 12 to 22. That's like fucking 21. wonderful. They're That's amazing. wonderful. That's special. Uh, my number three is Rim from ReZero. She deserves it. Uh, obviously. I mean, what more can we say about Rim? She's the ride or die, even though Subaru decided not to choose her and chose that Elizabeth chick. That <laughs> just, I don't understand why people think she's so special because she's no, not. She's special. No. Everyone chooses Rim. Everyone chooses Rim. When she expressed her feelings, the way she expressed her feelings, she's a fighter. She's loving. She's caring. She will take care of you no matter what. Oh, she's special. She's special. <laughs> I love running run away with him. Yes, bro. To go somewhere, wherever it didn't matter, and live. She's a real. One. She's a real one for real. Oh my god, I'm about to cry thinking about it. <laughs> no, same. <laughs> my number two is from Ash Lost in Space. We have Quittery. 
Oh, she grew. Oh, that's crazy. Because nobody liked her up until she grew up. Well, I liked her. I liked her more as she grew up or when she became an adult. Uh, but I did like her as a as a kid because of how like she tried to give off this strong presence, but she really wasn't like she was shy. Yeah. And when she tried to act like she wasn't, and she had some really shitty moments. But in terms of appearance and how she acted, I actually kind of liked it. And I feel like, personally, if it was me, um, I'd have been like, look, I'd have been like, I would have handled it like how Zach handled it. I'd be like, yeah, you're not talking to me. But yeah. You, you're going to be my wife later, so don't worry about it. Yeah, so it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So this one I had an internal battle with back and forth and back and Uh-oh. forth. There's quite a few that just that are on the outside of my wife who list just looking in ever so slightly. And I'm going to just go ahead and throw this out there now. She isn't in my top five, but she should have been Hachibana from Fire Force. Like, I love yes. her so much. She should have been in there, but I can't put her in there with these next two because these next two are just as special. I couldn't even put her at number five because it's fucking Tomoyo. So, like... Maybe I could have removed uh, Akino because I haven't seen D&D in probably three years. But number two for me is Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. Ooh. Miku has been the background on my phone, on my lock screen. So for uh, how many years? Check the YouTube for about two and a half years. Um, and the background of my of my home screen, you got it's just a bunch of shit but yeah she's she's the background on my phone she's been the background on my phone forever she's wonderful she's the uh she's the shy type um super quiet super timid very sweet and her growth in that show from being the standoffish uh quintuplet to gradually opening up her shell to our main character and trying to find a way to express her feelings for him and the other sisters start to see it too it's interesting it's a great show watch quintessential quintuplets if you don't watch anything from this top five watch quintessential quintuplets it's worth it all right so before we go to our number ones i do have runners up but i also want to talk about the facebook post oh okay uh so on facebook i asked everyone who is your favorite uh, who, which waifus do you like? Who are your favorites? Um, and then also what husbandos you might have, right? Mm-hmm. Husbandos being the the male equivalent of waifus. Um, so I put stuff like Boma for waifus, Levi for husbandos, and you know a whole list like like fifteen. Mm. Here are our number our number one. Let's not let's not let's not let's not start number one. Our number our our last place we got. Oh, four ties for uh, with two votes being Sam from uh, Cannon Busters, um, Motoko wow. from uh, Ghost in the Shell, hmm. Faye Valentine from uh, Cowboy Bebop, Boa Hancock from One Piece. Oh, Boa. Yeah. I love her. Uh, then Yorichi uh, coming in at what, third place is... From obviously Bleach. Bleach, yep. And in second place, we have both S Death, uh, S Death being, um, you know, Frozen Ice Chick from uh, Akame Got Kill. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then Levi Ackerman <laughs> as our only husbando who received any votes at all on the list. <laughs> in our first place, our first place waifu. Did you see this one? Mm-mm. 
our number one waifu with the most votes being Boma. Boma from Dragon Ball got wow. the most votes out of any other waifu on this list. Yeah, which, no, thank you. <laughs> first of all, I'm not gonna judge you. Um, no, not at all. I'm not, not gonna judge you, MCWW fam. Not um, at all. We just gotta Boma. get y'all to watch some more anime. <laughs> <Let's> go, <laughs> please. I mean, Boma. If anybody out of that series, it's gotta be Boma. Really? Who you like, Chigi? Yes, over Boma. Over Boma. Because listen, I'm not as dumb as Goku. Okay, I would have been a better husband for Chi Chi. And Chi Chi had them yams, man. Been, you also wouldn't have been blowing up the world, exactly, and dying every five minutes. Exactly, die twice, I think. But still, no. Who's that chick that uh, was with me, uh, a Master Roshi? The pink slash blue hair chick. The one who transformed. Yeah, that's who I would have chosen. That's um, that's probably. But I can't I remember her name. Rockwood too. Me too. Me yeah, that's who I would have chosen because yeah. easily, like you got two chicks in one, one crazy, one cool. Right. And right. I mean, if you just go crazy with her, what's what's the problem? <laughs> Facts. Uh, but there were also some put in the comments. Um, leader team waifu, which I actually let me let's look that up real quick. Uh, leader team actually, waifu. Yeah, we had a. Uh, what number on our waifus are, are, are we on your number one, right? Yeah, we about to be on number one. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Um, can't find it. I don't know who that is. All right, so Christopher Goodwin put Cortana because you know he did have a Halo anime. Um, we have Cortana, the AI, Origa Discordia from a hentai series, which I don't think my wife and I watched that one yet. No, nah, I don't even know um, what that is. And then we have Michiko. Uh, Wait, time out, time out. Who knows the names of a character in a hentai? Uh, I mean, some people do. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah Pika do. <laughs> Shout out he to always, Isaiah. He I love Isaiah. The real one, so we gonna we gonna we gonna roll with him regardless. Straight up, we appreciate you. Straight up. <laughs> now I'm about right. to watch whatever that is because he mentioned it. <laughs> now I will tell you my personal runners up. Um, one is Rem, and the other one is Bishamon from Noragami. Mm. But my number one is my current wallpaper on my phone. Ah. Arish Gagal. Yes. From uh, Fate Grand Order. Of course. And I just want to say, when she was first released, before she actually released in the anime, because they didn't even show her for like two weeks, they showed, they leaked her image um, from like like a trailer or something. And literally, every anime page I saw, like that did artwork, was drawing her yeah. like she was literally breaking the anime or like fan art world Straight up. for a minute like literally she was trending on anime like it was like anime at Rishka Gal and I was like where the fuck is she coming from what series is she from and then two weeks later I find out she's in Fate Grand Order I'm like oh <laughs> okay let's go like and she co- like she yeah. is the underworld queen she is the god of the underworld she's she's it um but yeah I I enjoy Rishka Gal she's the truth she is super nice and tries to be this ominous presence but she's not at all yeah she just wants the human world to be happy she wants <laughs> to take all the evil from it that's pretty dope i love it and uh my number one uh i already said my who my runner-up was which hachibana i also like uh mika what's her name is her name mika from fire force 2 the ogre <laughs> quote unquote oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yes. But my number one is obviously Pansu from Orosuke. 
again, between Miku and Pantu, I was wrestling with the fact that who, which one of these, which one of these, which one of these, and I decided to go with Pantu being number one because Orisuki is a is a great romantic comedy. Their art, the way that she's drawn is fantastic. She's drawn to be quote unquote an ugly character because she has on this disguise. Um, and when it's revealed that she's really this girl, Pansy or Pansy, she's like gorgeous, beautiful, um, uh, well endowed, I guess, if you will. Uh, but, but she's like, she's disguised so that a guy that likes her, um, don't know where she is. So she has a like nerd glasses on her hair is in pigtails. Her chest is uh, taped down. But her her character is extremely smart. She's she plots and, and schemes in ways that is like special to the st- story. Or Suki is a great romantic comedy that is definitely have you laughing out loud. And it's just it's a good show. It's a real good show with a lot of through lines that is pretty fun. But that's our uh let's run through our top five white foods real quick. You wanna go ahead and run through first? Yes. Uh my top five white foods being Eerie from Phase Zero, um Kursu from Steinsgate, Benio from Twin Star Exorcist, Quittery from Astro Lost in Space, and Arishka Gal from Fate Grand Order. Yeah, yeah. And my top five will be Tomoyo uh from Clanad, Akino from High School D and D. Uh number three was Rem. Number two. Oh, Rem from ReZero, of course. Number two, Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. And number one, Pantsu from Orisuki. Wow. That's that's hard to do, man. There's so many waifus I could have just mentioned and had. Can we, can we talk about what else is, is hard to do? What? We made it a whole year on this podcast. Yes, we did. And we couldn't have did it without... All the listeners, facts, um, the Facebook group, the mm-hmm. Twitter followers, mm-hmm. um, the Instagram followers. We we got like Merck the mayor, right? Merck was it. only on our Instagram for a minute. He transitioned over to Twitter with us. He hang out with us on Twitter now. Love him. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Facebook, we appreciate all you guys. We got some of the Twitter family to switch over to Facebook and hang out with us too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what up, Steve? It's, it's been great, right? <laughs> it's been a great ride. Um, we hope we we want to continue this and Straight know, up. keep it growing. We'll maybe do something extra special for the 100. Um, I would love that. I think that'd be great. Maybe do maybe do a, a live waifu mm. on our YouTube or something like that. And that okay. just be YouTube. I think that'd be dope. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube. Check the show notes for all of our links, like our Twitters, our YouTubes, um, our merch store, which we're going to have a special merch uh, shirt coming soon. Maybe even, you know, our anime characters of ourselves, too, coming soon. You never know. I can't wait. We got a lot of stuff coming up for you guys, though. I hope you guys like it. Um, Obviously, we don't have to do a recap because we already know what we did today top five waifus top 10 anime share this with your friends like if you guys can share the podcast with your friends that'll be special rate us on itunes that helps a lot and subscribe to the youtube i've been at polo born fly on all social media and i am at king teliano on all social media you can follow our social medias at mike check waifu on twitter and at mike check waifu waifu on instagram and as always as always.
Mike, thank y'all. One, two, one, two. My sweet wife. Is that you?